Welcome to Absolute Comics, right here at the Comic Story Podcast Network, where every Tuesday and Thursday, we bring you shows about 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern, and every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we randomly go live. Maybe one day we'll have a schedule there, but occasionally, we go live and talk about our favorite shows that are being reviewed and discussed on our spinoff channel that Sal and I have started called Absolutely Marvel NDC, and sometimes Image. <laughs> yeah, and also Skybound, and give us money, and we'll definitely change the name. <laughs> is that, is that going to be the ongoing thing? We're just gonna—I'll yeah. get a T-shirt no, no, made. No, no. They got to pay money? for it. No, because that—that's—that's that's called free publicity. Pass. No, no, no. no. If Marvel <laughs> and DC are not paying us to call ourselves absolutely Marvel and DC, forget it. No. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sal. I don't mean to offend. Uh, but yes, if all jokes aside, we have a new channel called Absolutely Marvel in DC, where me, Sal, Dylan, and Dan sit down and talk about your favorite CW shows, Disney Plus shows, trailers, Amazon Prime shows. We pretty much go through everything. Everyone's wondering why we made a new channel because we're literally putting out three, two to three videos on most days, and that would tank either me or Sal's channels. So we made yeah. a channel where we can just do that. <laughs> like right. you. Three people watch us talking about Supergirl. They got a video. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so anyway, also today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, G Fuel. Use code COMICS at checkout to get yourself a hell of a lot of energy in a package known as G Fuel. An energy supplement, a gaming supplement, a workout supplement. G Fuel covers all of your needs, and I drink a crap ton of it. Can you tell? I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, anyway, guys, yeah, today's episode, this is Absolute Comics, the show that we've been doing for a long time. Sal runs a channel known as Comic Pop, I run a channel known as Comic Storian, and we sit around every week and talk about the latest news in comic books, from movies to TV shows to comic books themselves, and that brings us to today's topics. Uh, all right, Sal, how have you been? Uh, I've been well, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a good. really energetic day. Feels like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did a 50-minute recording on my Marvel coverage. Cool. Wow. Yeah. I can't, I, I got to talk about this. I got to talk. First, I did a 50-minute recording, then I did a Moon Knight, and then I did a Fortnite story recording. But yeah. in that recording, I thought it'd be fun to start talking about the X-Men books. Because I told you before, we started doing a Friday, a compilation of DC, Saturday, a compilation of Marvel. The first book I decided to cover outside of the, the series is Children of the Atom. Oh, yeah. Which, no, I actually really like it. Oh, good. I was, have I was you concerned. Read it? I, uh, I have heard about it. My wife, Tiffany, is reading it exclusively, and she's really digging it. Uh, yeah. It's, I hear it's, it's cool. So it started, and I was like, wait a minute. I wonder what Children of the Atoms getting reviewed. Like, should we just drop this one and do a different X-Men book? And I Googled it, and that was a terrible idea. Because <laughs> everyone is associating it with um, Snowflake and whatever. Oh, what was Safe it? Space. Snowf yeah, yes. those two. Yeah, so they're like, yes, oh, the it's warriors. just that. And I'm like, why would people assume that? From what I've read, this book is not terrible. No, uh, it's not. They put out a trailer for Children of the Atom. What they promoted in the trailer is not in the comic. <sighs> why would okay. they do that? That trailer, that was one of the most disliked trailers in Marvel's history. Yeah. The, 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 the original one. Why would they ever think that's a good idea? Like that's They did another where... one just like it. Oh, my God. Why so, would you do that? Okay. So, I went to the trailer, and they've got two writers on there. they got the writer and the editor, and yep. they're talking about how they're trying to speak to the kids. Why wouldn't the X-Men have sidekicks? You know, these, the, these X-Men are using TikTok and subreddits, <laughs> and I'm like, and I go look at the downvote. It's 40,000 downvotes to 2,000 upvotes. I'm like, 
Who are you selling this to? Yeah. Who are you selling? Why are you trying to promote that they're on TikTok? Why are you trying to promote that they're the sidekick to the X-Men? Right. I, the reality is, th just say they're teenagers, and everything that they would associate with is implied. You don't need to date yourself by being like, they're on the TikToks. They're on the MySpaces. They're tweeting. You know, like, you're only going to date yourself by saying what format they're using. Just say, it's about a bunch of teenagers, and they're really relatable. End of story. Don't waste time by trying here's, to date your book. So here's the worst part. I saw that trailer and I'm like, oh no, is this even <laughs> right. in Hickman's X-Men? So I looked at it. It's a part of the package. It's a yep. part of the whole thing. I'm like, okay, so it's in the package. Let me read this before I throw it into one of our videos. Mm -hmm. The plot is about five individuals who want to call themselves the X-Men. They're kids who have mutant powers, but they're scared to leave school. They're scared to leave their families. They don't want to go to Krakoa. So they've decided to call themselves things like Cyclops Lass and uh, and uh, Day Crawler. Yeah, Day and they're Crawler. trying to be the X Men. And the X Men yeah. arrive, and they're like, "Come to Krakoa," and these kids don't want to. And it's about these kids trying to do good, but if they go too far, everyone's yelling at them. It's basically Teen Titans, but with the X Men. Yeah, and I uh, yeah. And I'm like, this is good. I like this. The way you're doing it, this is great. Sure, the kids are in high school. You're trying to relate them to the current day kids. But yeah. the overall plot that these kids are just trying to be the X-Men but don't want to be a part of the X-Men, they're scared to go to Krakoa. I was yeah. like, I'd never even thought about this. Like, the way they made Krakoa look, every mutant went to Krakoa. And then never came back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty scary. So it makes sense that some kids are like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So yeah. we covered the first two issues in the video, and I, I don't care. I don't care what people say. Like, that Marvel did not promote that well. It's a good no. book. <laughs> yeah. Le leave the promotion to us, you know, <laughs> who are not on the payroll and just genuinely enjoy the book. Uh, plus, I'm feeling like there's going to be a big twist to Children of the Atom. But, I, 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 wait, wait, really? What do you think? Yeah. What do you think that is? I think that they Give are chimeras. Theories. I think they're chimeras that are made by Mr. Sinister. I think you they're think like, he, I think they have false memories. I think they just show, I think Mr. Sinister made them. I think he dropped them on Earth and he's like, let's see what happens to them, that they're an experiment by him. Well, they've ended, the first two issues have ended with them trying to walk through the portal. And they can't. And then we, we don't see what happens. They don't yeah. walk through it. They just turn around and say, we'll try again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if it's them being scared or if there's actually something stopping them. Exactly. Exactly. So and when I, Storm I, yeah. showed up and literally said, come with me, they were like, mm, nah. we'll try it later. But I'm like, you literally just tried it and you're trying again. I'm interested. I actually am enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dan, our voice in the sky, uh, Arnie Pie in the sky with our traffic report. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it's a book right up your alley, Dan. What do you think about Children of the Atom? Children of the Atom is pretty good. I think the names are terrible, as many people agree. Especially when Daycrawler <laughs> decided, no, hey, call me the Nighty Nightcrawler instead. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. Cyclops well, last was very difficult to say repeatedly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> that being yeah. said, though, Sal's theory, I love it. And I really hope yeah, that's Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be great if your theory is accurate because it's going to turn into like, no, you got to go read Children of the Atom. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the future. This is where mutants are going. I mean, if you want to see where it's going, read Hawks and Pox. I think Pox is the one that has the chimeras in it. But anyway, yeah, it's a good book. Yeah. So what about you? What about what have you been reading that didn't come out this week that you want to talk about? Oh, that didn't come out this week. Well, because I've been reading, uh, I've been reading all kinds of books. Uh, I enjoyed Spider Shadow, which was the launching of What If, thanks to Zdarsky. I loved uh, it. It was so good. 
It's great, and it's a great idea because here's if you the short version of what it is. What if used to be one issue, which actually was kind of cool because it was economical, but it also didn't give you the opportunity to really explore the story. You had to spend two thirds of the book contextualizing what the hell's happening, and then give you like a third of a story, and even then, that's not a way to tell a story. In yeah. this way, it's like, what if Spider-Man kept the symbiote? Let's explore that for five issues. My Ooh. only complaint. My yeah. Only complaint. We st- we currently have a pretty much ongoing, constantly re- releasing miniseries called Symbiote Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> this is this is what the the fifth <laughs> Spider-Man book that's set in the past in which he has a symbiote. Yeah. This one though is not a retcon. This is a what if. At the very least, Symbiote Spider-Man and all of its subsidiaries those are in continuity retconning by Peter David, who wrote back then. Yeah. In Symbiote Spider in in Spider-Man Spider Shadow one, they don't say symbiote on the cover and two (laughs) it's out of continuity i think honestly i think it's just a brilliant move because not only is it also like exploring what if and getting the brand out there because there's going to be a show called the same thing synergy but also you're getting trade paperbacks you're getting solo series out there on the shelves and they're being sold not just to comic shops but also at bookstores and so you're getting people into the character and you're just churning out it's like there was a great series called legends of the dark knight it's a great book it's coming back in may but there was a great series back in the 80s and the 90s where like it was literally just like here's a team they do six issues they leave here's a team they do four issues they leave and it was it was just a factory of batman solo books I wish they would do that stuff again, and I'm glad that we're going back towards the anthology direction with Batman Urban yeah. Legends. Uh, yep. And, 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 yeah, I like the idea that somebody yeah. comes in and just tells a solid story and leaves until they have a solid story. Tom Taylor's Batman the Detective issue one was incredible. I was hooked almost the entire book. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. concept's there, and I also know this isn't going 50 issues. Nope. Six. Done. Moving yeah. on. You're, and you're, and what are you going to get? You're going to get a beautiful card, hardcover, a great trade, moving on. And, yeah. then, and then maybe Tom will do another one. Who knows? But like, even if he doesn't, we still got this fun series. And it's and it's done in one, and people will be able to jump on board and go, ooh, Batman in a trench coat. I'm, I'm sold. I saw the Snyder Cut. I'm, I'm so interested. You know, like, yeah. moving on. Um, I'm also, of course, loving Daredevil. Just if you're not buying Daredevil, you should be reading Daredevil. You're making me want to read this. I haven't read it in a very long time. I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest Daredevil fan in general, so it's always kind of fallen off my radar. Yeah, I, I I grew up not being much of a Daredevil fan, and I think it was just because I was I was more dazzled by Spider-Man, and uh, over time I learned to appreciate it. it. It took it took a lot. It's like uh, it's like getting into Batman, you know, where you're like, well, where do I start? People go like, oh, yeah. Year One and Dark Knight. And it's like, okay, the first and last Batman stories of all time, and they're also great and written by the same guy. No, and then you pick up something for, like, by. You know, uh, Alan Grant, and you're like, what the hell is this? Um, by the way, those are good, but I'm just saying, like, it's not the best way to introduce somebody to Batman. Uh, with spite, with uh, with Daredevil, people do the same thing where they're like, oh, you got to read the Miller run. And I'm like, I mean, it is a great run, but it's also just like kind of the deep end. Yeah, um, but there there are runs. Like, if you like Happy Daredevil, pick up Mark Miller. If you like Sad Daredevil, pick up Anisenti. So what is like, Chip Dzidarski's? Because I like more. It's movie Miller. Daredevil. It's Miller. Uh, Miller. It's 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 Miller meets Nesenti. It's actually like this beautiful hodgepodge of like from what I from what I've been able to ascertain, it is it is going to be up there like with the seminal runs. And it's funny because like do you remember that gorgeous Chris Samney Mark Wade Daredevil run that like yeah. nobody that was everybody was talking about and then nobody was talking about. That's what Daredevil. Uh, that, that's like that's the that's the casualty of Daredevil where it's like oh. This is great, but then something else even better came out, and that like made you forget all about it. People love uh, Blind Spot, and you know nobody yeah, talks I about re- that anymore. I remember Blind Spot. Blind Spot was a right? big deal. 
Yeah, for a hot second. And now he's <laughs> not. Uh, Zdarsky's is, it feels like something new when it's doing the things that you recognize. Like, if you just tell somebody, oh, it's Daredevil in prison, it's like, oh, man, I remember that. That was awesome. And it's like, right. yeah, you remember that one. This is a different thing. Uh, and it's and it's modern, but still contemporary and timeless. I think you're I think it's just it's just a good series that like feels like it's happening now as opposed to like, you know, literally trying to get like a new reader in and being like, here's something from 35 years ago. I'm sure you're going to love it. Like maybe they'll love it. So Hopefully. if I order this now, we can do it. We can do a Daredevil massive discussion <laughs> on issues one through 20 because that's the, the books I can get right now. OK, Is, are you down? I mean, I'll talk about it. Yeah, I've just okay. I've just spent ten minutes. Daredevil <laughs> special, the Daredevil special. So if it's if it's terrible, I, I never know. want to meet Chip Zdarsky because I'll be shitting all over him. Right? <laughs> you know what we should do? You read it, we'll bring Chip on, and then we three will talk about it for like an hour. I mean, do it, <laughs> Chip Zdarsky and Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get uh, him on. Yeah, that, that is such a story. I know. So, so I got a bone to pick with you, Sal. I got a bone to pick with you. Speaking <laughs> of Chip Zdarsky and Daredevil, I, oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put our dirty laundry oh, out please. in the open. Yeah, I love that. Why do you keep getting all the best guests ever, yeah. and then you you seem dodgy to tell me you got them? Why? 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 I, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't talk about it until we do it because <laughs> usually because because when it happens, it's like lucky and it's more likely that it won't happen. So. When I say things like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have so-and-so on, uh, it, it, there's still a likelihood that they will not be on. And there have been a lot of times where, like, and you know as well as I do, whenever Scott calls and he's like, hey, I really want to be on your show and promote this new thing. It's like, well, you don't hear from him we'll see what happens. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I, and he's I, I, that, I only he, bring this up and put you on the spot like yeah. this. Because I think it was the Tom Bravort one. We had, we had, I had Tom and Chip on, and I, I recorded... No, I had Tom, Scott, and Chip on in one week, and I That's shot what I was them. Saying. Yeah, and and all you said to me was, "I have something going on at like the middle of the day, so we could film <laughs> after that." And you wouldn't tell me what it was, and I'm just like, "Oh, it's a personal thing." You didn't thing. ask. You just, and, and, I just said like, "Oh, I'm he, busy," and you're like, "That's cool." And I'm like, "All then, right, right yeah. on. Well, I'm not gonna pry into your life. I'm thinking of something <laughs> personal, and then I just see you tweet out, "Yeah, I got all these crazy guests this week," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Why wouldn't he just tell me?" Like, right. I'm not bad. <laughs> yeah, well, the, because I don't know if it's ever going to happen. So instead, and it's happened before where I've had a guest and like we've set it up and then I'm sitting here like an idiot, like with my camera and everything ready to go. And then they don't show up. And that has happened to me twice. And so the last thing I want to do is be like, I'm going to have so-and-so on and then have it be like, they didn't come because... That's just that just sucks. Oh, then we do the pity party for Sal. We're like, I'm sorry, Sal. And, and we don't need. Th I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's nothing. It's nothing vindictive or or personal. It's just it's just I'm hedging my bets more or less. You know. Okay. Okay. Because then because then the other thing is like, and you've done this too. Not that you've done this, but like you know as well as I do that like if let's say you like you set aside a time that was supposed to be around, like a, a set up for recording. And then we go like, oh, I can't do that. I got to do something else. And then that thing falls through. Trying to then last minute reset that back up is more work than just being like, we already said it's not happening. Let's just move on to the next thing. So like if I had, like, let's say the chip 
flaked, which he's never done, but let's say he did because other people have. Uh, <laughs> We're not putting anyone in particular on blast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but like, let's say the chip did flake, and like I'm 30 minutes into his time he was supposed to call, and he doesn't call. I then call you and go like, hey, I know that like we're 30 minutes late to the show, but like now I can do it. Like that sucks. Like, because <laughs> yeah. then you're like, no, I've already set, I've already set up time for something else. It's just, I'm just, just the audience loves us putting our our, our adult th- tea our business. On blast. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. No, but I'm I'm happy to uh, to talk about it. I'm, I'm I'm very excited about it. The other thing is like, as you know, creator interviews don't perform. Nobody they, cares. Honestly, that's why I've never like pried into it too heavily. Like, like hey, let's get so and so. Like, man, we yeah, should get. No. I mean, like, it is. That's, like, it's a blast. I love doing it, but I, there's nowhere I can put it. Although, Absolute Comics, we do it here, it works. It could, but this yes. is it. Like, if I put it on Comic Story, it doesn't work. Right. But if Absolute Comics broke like 300,000 subscribers, it would not work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if we succeeded here, it would be the worst thing we could do. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and, and we have peers in the industry who, like, their job slash vocation slash preference is to talk to creators. And so it's like, they have this number that they hit. And so it doesn't, like, and it never goes up or down. And yeah. That's great for them. I feel bad because a lot of the PR companies, like, a great example, I just did a Mad Cave Studios, Nottingham number one. And their first reaction is, do you want to talk to the creators? We can get you the writer, the artist. And I'm just, I, 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 I don't know how to politely be like, that won't do well for anyone. Like exactly, like it'll, it'll, it'll waste your writer's you. time. It'll yeah. it'll make my views do bad. Like yeah, I'll cover your book. I'll promote your book. Let's just leave it at that. And Dude, we'll have fun. That's I, it. That's I, it. I've I've been courted by. Uh, here, I'll throw this out there. The the writer of Bone, the writer and director of Bone Tomahawk. They're like he, he's doing this comic. We'd love to have him on the show. And I'm like, and I haven't had the heart to be like, I would freaking love to talk to that dude for like an hour. Yeah, but it would just be for me. Yeah, that's all it would be. That's it all it not, ever is. The reason it, for you to call me would be out the window. It would just be a cool conversation, hopefully, with that guy. And like that's <laughs> that's not that's not what you're. I don't, but I don't think that's the purpose of this email. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think your email would be like, hey, you want to chat with this guy? So we you want a friend? Too. Like, <laughs> no. <they don't. laughs> Do you want a friend? <laughs> right? Because that's what it is. Like, yeah, I think I could definitely make that guy my friend. But like. he's not calling me to make friends. He has plenty of those people. (laughs) He knows Kurt Russell's phone number. He doesn't need me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to our next topic of the day. We got the Batman crossover began today. Yes. I actually liked this. The art was a little spotty at times, uh, but the plot was actually good. So in the world of Fortnite... Yes. The reason we have Battle Royale matches is a thing called the zero point in the loop. And what it does is it resets. And when it resets, you lose your memories and you lose any idea of why you're there. Uh, and the only they only did one thing, which I don't think is improper continuity for Fortnite, which I found to be a weird decision. Mm-hmm. Um, they removed Batman's ability to talk. Okay, well, probably because he can't talk in the game. Well, I, and that's what I, I assume that Christos, Christos Gage, the guy who wrote this. Yeah. He did it because he played Fortnite and no one talks. But there are NPCs that do talk. Mm-hmm. So that's not a plot point. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he just did it as a way to be like, if Batman asks questions, we're gonna it's gonna be over too quick. Right. Like- <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, if Batman figures it all out, yeah, he has to use like hand signals and body language to to, to crack this case. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's all an inner monologue, because he can't yeah. talk. And what happens is the rift attacks got them and Batman gets pulled in by investigating it. Okay. And All when right, he that... drops in, the storm starts encroaching on him. Yeah. And he starts to battle everyone in the world. It, 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 and it's funny. Cause he's like, 
Have I just gone crazy? That's a Viking. Like, <laughs> right. That's Wolverine like, over there. He, yeah, he he's like, Wolverine. I know. Yeah, they didn't have any of the Marvel characters. I thought that was funny. Yeah, but I, I was, but it's cool because it's actually like Batman's trying to realize how Fortnite works. <laughs> That's and then funny. he runs, and then he runs into Catwoman, who also can't talk apparently, but they they don't know why, but they remember each other and they team up and they get the first victory royale for Batman. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> and the loop resets. So they forget. So do they still remember each other? They remember. They forget everything. Okay. So that setup, I was like, okay, it's a cool idea, but that's all it is. Then yeah. if you watch the trailer that DC put out today, they're showing panels in the future of it all. Yeah. And Batman's writing notes to himself, memento style. Oh, that's on awesome. his arms. I'd like, I'm like, why did you show this in the first issue? That's cool as hell. Where yeah. he's like, you're going to forget. Here's what's going on. And it's like, that's such a Batman way to do this. <laughs> like, you can trust this person, this person. That's a really good idea. Yeah. That. All right, cool. So it, I, I don't know. It's it's. I actually really liked it, and I think it's a good idea. Um, if you get it on comics, it's it's weird because they're giving away Fortnite items in it, but you have to buy yes. a comic, and you have to buy it in your local comic book store. If you want the digital issue and you want the item, you have to get it off Disney, uh, DC. Uh, was it Infinite? DC. Oh yeah, Universe. You, yes, Universe Infinite or whatever. Yeah, yeah but, whatever they're currently calling it. But the DC app. If you get it on Comicsology like I did, you get no code. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, and they're not being very clear about where you pick this up. See that? Yeah. So, but if you buy the physical copy, you can get it. Right. If it's in the physical copy, which I do think is a good idea, because it's a great way to drive people to their local comic book store. Yeah. So, okay. I all like you're that. hearing is that Batman is Dr. Manhattan in Fortnite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but it's God. really it's really cool the way they do it. It's really cool the way they're displaying it. It also shows that his uh, uniform is going to get beaten down over time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see what the, how they're going to play this out. Like, And they didn't ham up the Fortnite side, which was what my concern was. Sure. That, I'm sure that was everybody's concern. They were just like, you're going to Fortnite up Batman. That's no good. And it's like, Right. No, he's fighting the weird Fortnite skins, but his immediate reaction to it is, have I gone insane? <laughs> I don't <laughs> even think everything here is human. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of um, when Batman teamed up with the Max over the last two years, where he was just like, this is bizarre. Like, Batman is just like, okay, this is insane. I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> That's exactly it. He might as well be like, I'm in a crossover. Okay. Like, this happens <laughs> to me a lot. I'm very popular. <laughs> But yeah, so he's uh, he's dealing with that. He gets sucked in. They brought in Harley for a couple seconds, but immediately I'm like, well, we're going to get a Batman skin. We're going to get a Catwoman skin. We're going to get a Harley skin. Yep. Of course. <laughs> I and wouldn't, wouldn't put you? it past there being a Commissioner Gordon skin at this point because he's in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Can you, can you imagine a bunch of trench-coated Gordons with push for mustache just jumping and <laughs> building? <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. So it's that. a lot of fun. I actually thought it was a really cool idea. It's... The, it, it was a lot better than the Thor one, and I don't say this as a DC fan. I mm. say this as a comic book fan because they're building up an actual story. The Thor yeah. one was like 10 pages. Thor drops in, fights the banana, and that's it. This one is Batman fights like all of Fortnite, explains the rules of Fortnite. Like, yeah. There's more to this one. That's funny because, you know, usually DC is the ones who make the first leap, and then Marvel goes, oh, okay, let's just like take all the things that you just play tested, and then we'll make a game out of it. Whereas, in this case, Marvel's like, we made the Fortnite deal. Thor was in, was, in, was in Fortnite for like a half second. End of story. And people freaked out. And, but I remember people being still cool with the Thor comic. Like, they were like, well, it doesn't hurt anything. It's not a big deal. Like, it doesn't because hurt it doesn't even happen in the Thor comic. It happens off panel. Oh. 
Okay. So if you're reading the actual Thor comic, it's, it's just between worlds and it happens. If mm-hmm. you read the Fortnite Thor comic, it explains where it fits. Right. But with Batman, you get a whole, like, mini-series. Yeah. That's set in the universe and, like, sells the game and hopefully sells the character to They're the They're already players. promoting the next issue as Batman versus Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Holy crap. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, like, I get a feeling every issue is going to be Batman versus some other property that Fortnite's letting us use. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great idea. That's genius. So, what if this is just continually Batman versus Snake Eyes, Batman versus John Wick, Batman versus... <laughs> just constantly. Yeah, I think that sounds like a fantastic plan. And then, and then we eventually get to Batman versus Wolverine, and that's the only crossover we get. <laughs> yeah, well, and we don't get it. Like, the last page is just, like, Batman's about to fight Wolverine, and then he gets, like, sucked back to... Like, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and they're like, no, you don't. <laughs> well, you okay. were this close, comic fans. <laughs> I think that'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. So, I don't know. The first issue, not worth reading, but this may move forward to where I'm like, Sal, you have to read Batman crossing over with Fortnite. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever. This this sounds a lot like that Ruby versus Justice League book that they're making. I oh my god, dude. I saw that out today. I opened it up for like two seconds, like, is the Justice League even in this thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, okay, so you know who the Justice League are, but you might not be watching this show, so here you go. It's an interesting decision. I mean, I know because I work through Rooster Teeth, they get us a lot of our ads here on this channel, so we are a little biased, but I do know that they do a lot of things just Ruby and DC. Yeah. But this just seems like a weird crossover, Ruby mm-hmm. and Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hopefully know, I, I, I would have yeah. found it better if it was Ruby and Zack Snyder's Justice League, and the whole thing's oh. in black and white, and it's slow motion. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so moving on, we got actor, actor Alfred Molino. Molina. Breaks Molina breaks silence and confirms in Spider-Man No Way Home it'll include the villains Dr. Octopus and Electro, both reprised by their original actors. So this basically just confirms we are getting Andrew Garfield, we are getting Tobey Maguire, yeah, yeah. and we are getting uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Right. Well, and I, think, <laughs> I heard that today. I heard that, like, that's definitely on. Flashpoint got announced today. Well, and that... The, the, they dispelled any COVID concerns in Michael Keaton because he, w- he was doing an interview and he said something like, well, we don't even know if that's going to happen. Stop bothering me about Batman. And now it's like he said something like, yeah, no, I'm definitely in, in the movie and I'm definitely Batman. Like, we're, we're definitely yeah. doing that. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 and Electro from Amazing Spider-Man. I two. am crazy excited, but at the same time, didn't we already do? We don't need a live action Spider Verse. No, we don't. But because we're Sony just going to retell the story, like we could, it's going to be a little different. It's going to have the villains, but at the same time, I would have preferred a straightforward Tom Holland finale to his movies. Yep. But we're not I, getting I didn't want to, I don't want a finale. I just want another one. I just want him to yeah. fight. Like and, uh, this I is wanted this him is going to be run. Craven chases be... him. That's the movie. Like yeah. let's do this. I, I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. But a little sad that we're not getting that Craven one you just mentioned. Yeah. Like I'm, I am in no way excited about this. I I loved Alfred Molina as uh, Doc Ock. I was casually indifferent to Jamie Foxx's Electro. Uh, I liked his Electro. I actually still listen to that song, his version of the song. Oh yeah, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, burr, burr, burr. He's like <laughs> jumping around the the, the towers. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in no way interested in Spider Verse again, uh, especially because like the last one was so excellent. And um, they're doing a sequel. Yeah, and we're getting a sequel. We don't need another one. Uh, <laughs> and I heard that Tobey Maguire, unsurprisingly, very characteristically, 
is like a huge problem for this production and that he's like he was very difficult to get like to harangue into being in this and he like wanted all his money and stuff like which doesn't well doesn't he all. always want more screen time more lines more like yeah. he wants it yeah, to be about him and he, but he's yeah. done yeah you're you're he didn't want to be spider-man when he was spider-man like everybody loves raimi movies and i like them too but like you know toby mcguire's a dick <laughs> And, I, and I'm very happy to see him go. Uh, so, you know, him being in it again is, like, not in no way exciting to me. Uh, is is it ambitious? You know, you got to re- acknowledge, like, it's a really ambitious I- endeavor where they're like, whoa. These, because those, those Raimi movies, at least two out of three of them, were classics. Like, people yeah. hail Spider-Man 2 as one of the best superhero movies ever made. Like, up there with Superman. And it's like, yeah, it, it was. And those movies are seminal, and and to to have them folded into this, and to imply like all the Marvel movies that had existed at some point are part of some rich tapestry, and you could just you could be you know you could take a wrong turn and end up in the Howard the Duck universe, and <laughs> Leah Thompson's just around the corner. Uh, but at the same time, did I want it at the expense of a really dope ass Spider Man movie? No, and. This doesn't excite me at all. Like, I wanted to see MCU Doc Ock. I wanted to see MCU Electro. Yeah. I didn't want to see the same characters I already saw in movies that are over. I also feel like this all. is their way to capitalize on the Spider-Verse effect. Yep. But also to kind of clean up their own timeline, a la what Fox did with the X-Men. We'll mm. make a separate timeline and we'll connect them. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's not clean <laughs> at all. <laughs> you ever actually try to figure out the X? I did it once a long time ago. Figure out the yeah, X-Men I remember timeline. that. Because Deadpool, Deadpool like broke it officially, gave it a definitive. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Deadpool opens a door and the young X Men are behind the door. Yeah. It, so but what? He's also what? A part of the other lo- timeline, which is like, what? <laughs> what? And it's just Fox going, we don't care. Ha 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 ha. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but like. We do. I care. Yeah, I care. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's not even like X-Men was... When it, when X-Men made its first trilogy, it wasn't trying to build a cinematic universe. They were just making sequels to their own movies, and they couldn't keep them straight. And that's just sequels. That's just saying... <laughs> you know, it's, it, no, the problem with the original trilogy is that they lost their director midway through, and they're like, well, just wrap that one up in the first ten minutes. Let's do this other plot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's it's not a TV the, show, guys. You let, can't do that. Yeah, let's get the worst director of all time on the third movie and make it really stupid. Yeah, that movie. Woof. I saw it in theaters, and I remember being like, wow, that was really bad. Like, I, I just I remember seeing it in theaters, and when they initially killed Scott right at the beginning and the Phoenix left, I was like, that was – that's – we're 10 I guess – I guess we're done. Like, <laughs> Right? Well, when they killed him, I was like – I had the same reaction at the end of at the beginning of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I was like, "Oh, Johnny Cage died. Well, he probably has another guy. It's a video game movie about like characters who literally come back from the dead. They're dealing with magic. Johnny Cage will show up at the end. Third act, he'll be he'll be resurrected and he'll kick ass. Nope, dead. Same thing with with uh, with Scott. Scott gets killed off screen by the Phoenix. Sure, he'll show up in the third act, triumphant return. No, oh no, he's dead. Oh, you <laughs> you guys really think that the romance between Wolverine and Jean Grey is real? Well, yeah, you they guys did the are... Wolverine where he's sad about it. <laughs> I, yeah, you ruined that really awesome book adaptation by by shoehorning in Jean. <laughs> he could just be sad. He doesn't have to be. Uh, but yeah, Spider Verse. I liked Spider Verse. I don't need, and I was, and I was enjoying 
the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. We don't need you to bridge those two at the expense of putting characters that have no business being in these movies in these movies. I'm in no way excited about this. I'm not hyped. Everyone's hyped. I'm not hyped. No hype. No hype? No hype. I have zero hype. Well, speaking of zero hype, uh, <laughs> actually, that's a very bad segue because I have a lot of hype for this. Right. James, James Gunn says that Suicide Squad is done, but it's still not coming out until August 6th. That just makes sense. Movies are barely opening back up. Like, yeah. And now there's yeah. the whole debate about vaccines, vaccine passports, what they're going to, like, there's a whole debate about everything. Of course they're going to wait. Like, you know what? Let's just, let's just see what happens. Let's just. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not only that, like, remember when they released Cats and it wasn't even half done? <laughs> like they they release movies I mean Avengers when they had that post credit swarma scene that was shot like a week before it came out in theaters so they usually cut these things down to the wire but it's cool that we're what three four months out from uh, yeah. from this movie right. and it's cool I'm, news I'm excited yeah. so yeah and uh, I Dan mentioned uh, maybe it's a it's a ruse maybe it's done and and he's saying august but like if things look better in july maybe it'll come out and compete with black widow i don't know i i'm i i I would not put it past them given their current strategy you know whenever a marvel property does anything dc is like oh this too like literally (laughs) every wandavision tweet there was also a snyder cut picture and it was well, like, yeah, not only that, I, I, was th- I actually thought about your theory about the Snyder Cut picture in the WandaVision tweet yeah. this morning because Shang-Chi yesterday, which we'll talk about in a minute, yep. Flash movie is that a logo. Day, <laughs> that, that morning they were like, Shang-Chi, that afternoon, uh, can you make a really quick Flash teaser in After Effects? Yes, <laughs> put it out. The funniest thing with the Flash teaser, literally, it, it, like, I feel like they were just holding. DC has like a list. Yep. Here's the stuff you could tweet the moment Marvel tweets something. I think that's exactly what it is because they they're like, no, if Marvel is gonna, if the if the ongoing public discourse is ta- is having a conversation about Marvel, we need a what aboutism for DC. We need somebody to say, man, that Shang Chi trailer looks kind of dope, and someone go, uh, excuse me, but did you see the Flash cartoon teaser? You know, they just started filming it. Like, I I didn't ask for that. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, I don't see it. Okay, I think I just did. Like, literally, just so that that there is no dominating conversation. No one's... I don't know what they're going to do for Spider-Man, because it's Sony, so it's like, who knows? But, like, when Spider-Man... Everyone's going to be, like, just insane for that movie. So I don't know what DC strategy is going to be. You know, maybe a Michael Keaton picture. Or maybe, something. maybe yeah, they did. They today, Michael Keaton confirmed he will show up. In the- That's true. That's true. Yeah, but there's no. But yeah, but we don't see a picture of him in the suit. If it's like a, a selfie he takes, or it's a picture of him, you know, neck down, we just see the logo. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you that you're right. They definitely have like they have all these drafts. There, there's got to be like be a spreadsheet. Movie tweet releases this. Comic yep. tweet releases this. Show tweet releases this. Right, like, and that. That 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 flash teaser they released, like a- anybody could have made that. That could have been on the show. That could have been for a cartoon. That could have been for an action figure. It, it, they the, could have made that six years ago. Could have made the original iteration ago. of the movie. Yep, and they probably saw the traction on that, and they're like, make one for everybody. Make one for the Hawks. Make it for the Lanterns. Make it for Plastic Man. Make it for everybody. Remember when Lex Luthor opened up his folder and there was the logos already made? Yeah, that was really cool of Lex to literally hire a graphic designer to brand all of those characters that he didn't know. 
I, I'm, I'm just picturing the way that like that those logos are being used in this teaser now. Yeah. And Lex just walks down to a guy. So I got a guy that's fast. What are you thinking, so? What do you want to put it? <laughs> oh, I want to put it on a folder, and we're probably going to put it in a couple tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want it. I need it. I need to be able to. I need to re, to resize. I need it to be on everything. I need can a black you, and white. Get, I need a color. Can I get Can I get a 480p option and a, a 4K option? Like we're just yeah. gonna go. I want to go up in scale. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want it to be on TikTok. Can you get it? Can you get me a landscape portrait? Both. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on to our next topic, and what appears to be the last topic, oh. Shang Chi dropped this week. Yeah, I heard uh, amidst the flash teaser trailer discussion. Uh, yeah, I heard there was also this movie called Shang Chi. Um, yeah, what do you think of the trailer? I am excited until I read Twitter and everyone whined. <laughs> yeah, that's going to That happen. was the biggest mistake. Everyone was like, why is there so many visual effects? Oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh, my God, who is this guy? It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, I do, I, I do, honestly, I feel like Shang-Chi is a reaction to the Iron, Fish back, uh, Iron Fist backlash. <laughs> you think that they only made the movie because of like how crappy Iron Fist was? No, no. The backlash to Iron Fist was... Where, why didn't you get an Asian actor to play Iron Fist? Remember that? Right. Yes, I do and remember our, that. And our, as fans' reaction was, that is saying chi Yeah, because, yeah, Iron Fist is white. End of story. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, and then and I, I, I feel like this movie was created, and I'm not against the movie at all. I'm excited for a true martial arts movie that won't be shitty like Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like the part of this movie was made with somebody in the Marvel office being like, yeah, we should probably do Shang-Chi at some point. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> like we, we have a very prominent Asian superhero, and we're not doing anything with them. And the and the first thing we did involving martial arts was the white blonde guy. <laughs> yeah. Now, that being said, I mean, like, Iron Fist is, a, is arguably a bigger character than Shang-Chi. Oh, I'm uh, an Iron Fist fan. I love yeah. Iron Fist. Right? Um, but... I don't know. I, I, I like feel martial like... arts, though. I like Shang-Chi and I like Iron Fist. Shang-Chi, like, I got a request today. Could you cover Shang-Chi stories? They don't exist past the 60s, guys. <laughs> like, Shang-Chi stories is him popping up and getting a mention in somebody else's book. Right. There's there... no no Shang-Chi. Like... Well, there there was a run, and it was during the time, just like there were, like, Luke Cage books. Like, we're capitalizing on the black exploitation movie genre. We're capitalizing on the kung fu invasion genre. So, yeah. there's, a, there's a Shang-Chi run. Like, I have an essential collection of Shang-Chi. I think somebody sent me an omnibus of it. And it's just well, like, it's, it's from the sixties though. It's right. not it, like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's 40 years old. Like Shang-Chi is going to be interesting in general from a Marvel standpoint, because this is probably going to be the first superhero who hasn't had anything in the yeah. last 50 years. Yeah, Guardians, no. Guardians, when they came out, they had a, a book that was nothing like them, but there was a book. You know, yeah, Ant-Man, yeah. Ant-Man's been popping up here and there every couple of years. There's yep. no, every superhero's popped up recently. Shang-Chi mm-hmm. is going to be the first time that yeah. he is pop like a superhero is coming out that is directly related to the Marvel Universe that yeah. has not had a successful current run since the 60s, 70s time frame. No, it's true. Shang-Chi is a, is a background character, a cameo, sometimes a supporting character. If, you, if you're going to do like, uh, you know, any kind of martial arts type book. I want you but, to know, I Google, I'm on Comixology to make sure that we're not incorrect, that there is right. not a current Shang-Chi book or something out there that I've just somehow missed for years. And no. when I typed in Shang-Chi into Comixology search database, I got a book called The White Crane. I got a book called Cheese Sweet Home, 
One called Shang, which I'm assuming is the only thing that's actually Shang-Chi. because it has. I don't think that's Shang-Chi at all. I'm looking at it, too. That's no, not Zenoscope. from him. That's from Xenoscope. That's... <laughs> what the hell, uh, Comicsology? Where are you, I typed in Shang-Chi, and there is no Shang-Chi book coming up. Okay. He, he has a hyphen. Hyphen him? Give him, give him a hyphen. I'm going to jump in real quick and say that there actually was a recent Shang-Chi story yes. that was a six-issue run uh, that happened in the past six months or so, and it was actually yep. phenomenal, and I loved it. It was, yeah, it was written it was really, really good. Yeah, it was written by Gene Luen Yang, who okay. you might love from but, uh, Superman Smash of the Clan. But yeah, and they were doing that because there was going to be a movie. Like, the movie was going to be that's out. It. That was the movie tie-in, just like there was a Falcon Winter Soldier book that came out at the same time frame. Yeah. I'm talking... Okay, so prior to 2020... The er, the book yeah the the current one this one just came out apparently one mm -hmm. came out in February as well the Legend of Shang Chi number one yep so before the 2020 book to tie into the movie so they could say no there is a comic <laughs> yes <laughs> which everybody watching I will cover on the channel we will put it on Sean's list he'll write it up next week and I'll get it out the week after that probably yep. actually wait till the movie comes out but either way yeah um there's a second one called the Legend of Shang Chi that started this year. Yeah, that came out in February. So it's yeah. like, again, another one where they're so, like, okay, here's another one. <laughs> prior to his first, that was a one-shot apparently, prior mm -hmm. to his official MCU appearance, no comics existed. And he has been nothing but a background character up until this point. Yeah. I mean, they do have an old one, but it is an old book. Uh, what is it? Uh, Shang-Chi, Earth's Mightiest Martial Artist, which collects his appearances in X-Men, Heroes for Hire, a Spider-Man Shadowland book, Secret Avengers, and Avengers. These are all books that do not have his name on them. Uh, I got another one, Marvel vs. Shang-Chi, where he apparently had an appearance on in first class number nine. So not even mm. like a regular in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel nope. Adventures Spider-Man number two, mm -hmm. which I think I actually read. Uh, free <laughs> comic book day, 2011 Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Apparently they were trying to team up with us. Oh, didn't he train Spider-Man? He did. He trained Spider-Man during Spider-Man. That Spider was his, like, his whole appearance for a while. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he taught Spider-Man how to not use his spider sense. Master of Kung Fu 2017. Yep, number that's a one shot. Okay, was that a one shot? Okay. It's a one shot. It was written by Hickman. It came out in 20, 2018. It has Deadpool in it. So it was a Deadpool book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. all of this just confirms, and then it has Legend of Shang Chi number twenty, number one, twenty twenty one. So yeah. everything I'm saying is, that I'm actually really curious what's going to happen with Shang Chi, regardless of this being a gut reaction to the to the Iron Fist debacle, regardless yeah. to the uh, this going the MCU wanting, hey, we want our kung fu hero, and Netflix mm -hmm. took Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I, even I, even if it was just Marvel being like, hey, we don't have an Asian superhero outside of like Wong. Like I think what? It's exactly what it is. I mean, like, I think it's, I think it's like, well, because Marvel knows they're like, well, we play well in China, and we want to have like an Asian like influence on yeah. this genre, and we, oh, we have one, like we have an Asian person as a, who is who's a headlining superhero. No one, yeah, no one really writes all, about all, him much, but like, all of this rolls back to Pearl Mutter's influence because you could tell yeah. he, until he when he backed off that like Marvel MC was like, we have a female superhero, yeah. we have an Asian superhero, right? <laughs> Yeah, promo was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's like nine years into the MCU, and they're like, time to move past white guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it, I'm, I'm laughing about this. I'm not yeah. against this in any way, shape, or form. It's a great idea. Yeah, it, I, I find it funny that it's all happening at the same time, which basically shows the influence that Perlmutter had oh, on yeah. stifling all this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, the, the, for me... I love the idea of a Shang-Chi movie for for a few reasons. One, uh, I love the idea of like an 
Asian-dominated cast and director and character in something as, like, ubiquitously homogenized as the MCU. Like, everybody loves the MCU, or at the very least, like, you know somebody who does. Your your, your mom loves the MCU. You know, like, and it's, and it's universally accepted and enjoyed and part of the culture, and it's like, and you can have a character who represents you and that you see on the screen and they're yeah. a hero. They're not a background character. They're not added because of the Chinese audiences to Age of Ultron and there's a lot of deleted scenes of that character. Uh, this is a real movie starring that character all by himself. Uh, but it's also, for me, it's like, hey, cool. Oh, wasn't that a, 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 a show? The, yeah. She was added in just for those. <laughs> just for those scenes. Like, you, you, YouTube those scenes. You'd be like, whoa, she's a really big character for no reason in this movie. Like, where did all those scenes go? Yeah, they went overseas. <laughs> well, well, I don't, well, I don't understand why they weren't also over here. Maddie That's what Cho, I want to know. What, Maddie Cho's not like, oh, we, she's only made for the Asian audience. No, Maddie Cho's been around for a she's long time. She's a character. Time. Like, <laughs> yeah, she could have had anything to do with this movie. And they were like, no, we're only cutting her out uh, and putting her in the... I in never the... understood that. I never so did. So weird. It's so stupid. It's like, it's, it's whatever. But uh, my other thing is, it's a street-level superhero. Hell yeah. yeah. This is one of the first. Like, I don't count Hawkeye because he's always been an Avenger. I'm talking about, like, this is the Black first... Widow? Black Widow, again, like, Avenger and also Super Spy. That's a different genre. I'm talking, okay. like... This is, a, this is a in the streets, like hand to hand combat, you know, got to deal with rent kind of superhero. And I understand, you know, his dad's going to be the Mandarin in this one as opposed to Fu Manchu, which uh, understandably so. I'm also uh, happy we're bringing back the Mandarin. And hey. he's not just a guy that's like, hey, man, I was just hired. Like, I bet he dies he, in the first two ben minutes of this movie. Ben Kingsley reminded me of Don, Johnny Depp drunk as a... Uh, as Jack, Jack Sparrow, Sparrow yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone, I'm just the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. I'm t t t t that was, yeah. Uh, I, I, I bet you either they're going to re-release that Marvel one-shot they, they did where they're like, the Mandarin's real and here's the logo and, and, and you're, you're in trouble, you know, Ian Slattery or whatever, the, Trevor Slattery. Uh, but I think they're going to kill Ben Kingsley within the first two minutes and be like, there, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I, and, and also for me, I'm like, how? what a great idea. You could make, and this is until I looked up the budget, but I was like, you could make a moderately priced superhero like mcu movie like because oh Shang -Chi no that... shouldn't it's 150 million dollars so like, that, that trailer's got like giant dogs or cats i can't tell yeah but if you look I at think the it's trailer... like lions or something it's just <laughs> giant monsters no it, they're like okay you know that fight with uh you know the fight with the rhinos and stuff in black panther yeah get move over here comes some lions uh, <laughs> fire lions i don't know dragons how about that like yeah but for uh, at its basics level, I'm like, oh man, we're going to see some like cool kung fu action and wire work, which notoriously doesn't cost too much, and that's going to be kind of cool. Um, obviously, they're going to be like, no, we got we got to MCU this up, smear the lens with all of our money. Uh, yeah. But, you know, who um, knows? I got a question I'm going to relay. Dan and I are going to talk more about this in the comics experiment, most likely. Uh, yeah. but, I, but the question is not terrible to ask you real quick. Okay. Is Shang-Chi going to be the Black Panther moment for Asian Americans? Apparently that so. apparently that question is going around, followed by the question of do do you think they even want that? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I agree because they like looking at the reaction to shows like Kim's Convenience, which I still haven't watched, but I saw the reaction to the Asian American audience to that. Yeah, uh, and Fresh Off the Boat, like they liked Fresh Off the Boat. They liked yes. having that representation. 
of course they're going to want a movie that is properly like it's their black panther moment like finally representation in a proper movie where we're not the background character love you wong but you're still a background character uh (laughs) yeah and they and they increased his role like significantly wong went from being like loyal manservant quote unquote (laughs) to like to being able to wield magic and stuff yeah yeah um but yeah, I mean, because that's I, I, one thing I've I've actually argued on the side of representation because we mm-hmm. have arguments going either way back and forth, is that there should that there's these superheroes that exist, and when everyone yes. is freaking out about Iron Fist, I'm like, no, do something as Shang Chi, do right. so like that is the Asian superhero with martial arts powers, and yes. you're trying, and everyone's trying to argue that Iron Fist needs to be an Asian American, and I'm like, no, he's literally a blonde white guy who is constantly being crapped on because he's basically stolen the culture. That's his yeah. whole thing. Yeah, no. Shane Iron Chi Fist is, is the proper one. Yeah. I, I, Iron Fist is a Westerner entering the uh, an unfamiliar culture. Yes. That's a different movie. Like, that's a different story. Shang-Chi is the... is is. He's got the deadliest hands in the world. He's his own character, and he's got a he's got a rich backstory that, like, no one can buy. And uh, <laughs> he... But, like... There, there is an opportunity here, and you know, I don't know if it would have been as successful. Like if they had, if, if you know, it was like Iron Man, the Hulk, and Shang Chi. <laughs> you know, they yeah. started with Shang Chi, but uh, but now in a post Black Panther world, in a post End Game world, it's like I, you know, I wouldn't even say Black Panther. It. I mean, Look Black Panther, Marvel Black Panther show. did amazing, and it really did. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the one that proved. Marvel anything can make goes. Mar- Marvel can make anything. They made a tree and a raccoon appeal yeah. to the thirty plus MCU fan base. Like, yep, yeah. At that point, like they went to Ant Man, they went to Black Panther, they yep. went like yeah. they were just at that point. They're like, guys, like I felt like that was Kevin Feige being like, Perlmutter, leave me the hell alone. I can make it all work, <laughs> right? Yeah. The for me, the real test. I hope I think Shang-Chi comes out yeah Shang-Chi comes out before Eternals because I think Eternals might be a bridge too far I'm very concerned because Eternals is it's a it's such a boring concept <coughs> did you see what they've retooled it to be I have not seen anything besides the, plot, the costumes I, all I've seen is the premise the premise is they're ancient magic wielding beings who were awoken by Thanos' arrival to battle against evil ancient magic wielding be- beings on the planet they're okay. not the Eternals they're, they've retooled them to be something totally different and they're using the Eternals okay I mean like I'm not in the least interested in the Eternals on any level and we should boycott the Eternals <laughs> There's, there's, because there's representation in Eternals as well. Like Eternals is a, like because they're like, no one knows who these characters are, so we might as well just cast anybody. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they gender bent the main leader, which they like, did. I yeah, read it yeah. first, so, like they gender bent them. I'm like, I wonder if the back. No, no, no one even knows who the hell that is. There's gonna be no backlash. Like, no, <laughs> no. in fact, there'll be, there'll be some random guy who's like, oh, MCU is woke or some stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, but yep. ninety nine. Point nine, point nine, point nine. That's how decibels work. Yeah. Percent of the fan base is gonna go. Oh, they, they, okay. Yeah. They- <laughs> no, and, and and if you read Kieran Gillen's uh, Eternals book that's going on right now that only exists because there's gonna be a movie. Um, like I think they're Shang-Chi going to book for 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're going to do the same thing. I think they're going to gender bend uh, the the leader whose name escapes me because of course they do. Uh, yeah. So it'll be canon. So who cares? Yeah. I, 
I'm a little concerned for the Eternals, but they've proven up to this point. Like, I mean, even the ones that everyone says they hated, Thor Dark World, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I liked them. I liked them. They're I was not, wondering I, Thor and Cap. I don't, like, I don't, I, no re, I don't rewatch them. No, but I, I enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah, I saw Thor: The Dark World in the theater, and I was like, "It was fun." Like, I, I was, I was like, eh. "Like, was I hyped?" No, but like, yeah. was it, was it bad? No, I didn't huh. care. I have some you know, critiques, I, but I'm perfectly fine with both of them. Yeah, did I like Thor: Ragnarok more? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but we, no, you know. we got to find that fan that was like, "No, Dark World is a seminal piece of art in our timeline, uh, and it right? is better than Ragnarok in every every facet of the word." Yeah. <laughs> I am the only Thor Dark World fan, and I prefer it to Endgame. If you are the if, if, find me a Thor Dark World fan, uh, uh, audience, find me a yeah. Thor Dark World fan. Find me a fan who who would who would place that above all other MCU movies, right? And, and I will give you a cookie. <laughs> right like i i have props i love maliketh i think he's a great villain uh yeah no so, doesn't exist so i'm <laughs> I, i'm excited for shang chi also because i don't know what to expect but i know it's gonna be good that's another thing it's yeah. like i don't have it, they're not gonna ruin the character because i haven't because i've read all these shang chi books <laughs> it's gonna be just like cool i don't know i mean like listen there's gonna be some diehard shang chi fans gonna be very upset who, who have read the entire 70s run yeah, well, who? It's not hard to get, uh, but like, they're gonna be like, they'd really changed some things, and it's like, who cares? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this will be the first MCU movie I'm gonna go see where I'll have zero knowledge on the character outside of he trades Spider-Man in 2011, right? And I, I've heard for those who don't, that, for like, those who don't know, if Shang Chi did change Spider-Man, but he lost his spider sense, and and he discovered he didn't know how to fight without it. It's yeah. kind of like what Superman needed to be trained how to actually fight because he lost half of his powers. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> hey, Batman, I need to learn how to punch somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew this day was coming. Um, yeah, I I heard there's a there's a rumor that there might be some cameos in this movie, uh, which is always a problem. Now in a in a post Mephisto one division world where people just overinflate the cameo theories, but I've heard there's some cameos. I've I heard like a year ago that like. We might be getting, because they started development of the movie around the time when the contract expired from Netflix, so it was okay to use characters who appeared in Iron Fist. Maybe you'll get Iron Fist slash Colleen Wing or Kun Lun or something like that. Like, maybe some of these characters will appear or be referenced. Um, so there is, there is, uh, there's also options. For me, it's, like, exciting because it's like, it's, it's like an Iron Man for the street of MCU, where it's like, cool, you could... Go to New York. You could have these street-level characters. You could reference Kunlun. You could reference uh, the Daughters of the Dragon. You could reference yeah. Iron Fist. You could reference just all of that stuff. You could show a tournament. You could have Baron Mordo show up. You could have anybody show up. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, and it just sets things up for the future. Like, you don't need Nick Fury to show up. You could have Daredevil show up at the end and be like, looks cool. What <laughs> if, what if, everyone's hyped. I'm throwing a theory out there. Yeah. Everyone's hyped for Spider-Man Far From Home. And they're all like, Charlie Cox, we're going to get Daredevil. Which, please, what, what if Iron <laughs> Fist shows up in the Shang-Chi movie? Right? <laughs> that, actor, that actor shows up. Oh, he never... no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that Why would not? not be good. Because he's terrible. <laughs> he got better as it went on. Yeah, the, I, I'm not here for you to learn how to be an actor. I'm, I'm here for you to just do the job. Like, but what, I, 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 That'd no, be the first sign, to... though. That'd be the first oh, sign. Yes, if that if that guy was in this movie as Iron Fist, then there is no excuse for Charlie Cox and Willem De and, and Vincent D'Onofrio to not be in these movies. Like, 
you better put then i'd better if okay here's the thing if you if you put him in this movie i'd better get because i heard a rumor that they're going to be making like an r-rated section of disney plus like a parent controlled like element to disney plus that's like for their r-rated properties you better make a punisher show with john bernthal yeah, oh, 100%. Or at least canonize right? it. At least canonize. canonize Punisher. There's nothing about Punisher that can't be in the MCU. And then turn and then and then and then make him into the John Constantine character from the CW where he just shows up everywhere. Right? There's Punisher. <laughs> oh, look, it's Punisher. Yeah, like who was driving that van in the in Winter Soldier? It was Punisher. I think Feige said it was Punisher and it's like no, it wasn't Punisher. There's no way. But uh yeah, I mean like I would like that. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if it's like, oh no, we didn't get we didn't get Charlie Cox, but Punisher showed up in Far From Home. Yeah, like because he showed and, up and Punisher's shot first appearance. Tom Holland at the ending as the singer. yeah yeah oh yeah. my god that'd be cool yeah that'd be unbelievable I'd be so hyped <laughs> dude like, that would ah! be the craziest thing ever it ends with John Berthal shooting yeah. Tom Holland he yeah. lays out starting to bleed like ah uh, ah uh, and it's like. Boom! Spider-Man will be back at the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Sony's going all in on Miles Morales. You can have Peter Parker. <laughs> Moving on. Like, please. Uh, that'd be fine with me. I mean, I'll also take a post-credits of uh, from Far From Home of uh, of Vincent D'Onofrio as, as Kingpin. Of him just turning around and, like, being in his office. Boom! Just, just, <laughs> just that. It'll be just that that one mic drop that was, like, in everything after Inception. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> that was... Yeah, it was very. It was very, It was effective. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <Whoa. laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I think you got it. They'll talk about Sal. I think that's pretty much everything. I think that. I think that nails it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun today. Thank you for joining me, Sal. <laughs> Same here, man. so Thank much you. fun with these podcasts. Yeah, they're good shows. I hope Thank you guys you. enjoyed it in the audience as well. And don't forget, we'll be back next week with it. Oh, we will not. We agreed to take. So next week we are doing what we are, what Sal has dubbed COVID week. <laughs> I did not get up at that. I said it could be COVID week, and then I thought, no, then people are going to think we have COVID. <laughs> That's not what's happening. I liked how you were confused, and I'm like, we talked about this an hour ago, and it was, we all agreed. Right. This so, is your idea, Sal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next week, uh, Dan's getting his shot on Tuesday. I'm getting my shot on Wednesday. Sal's getting his on Thursday. So we're just taking the week off. Like, the teams yeah. <laughs> are just... Everyone's going to go recoup from their second shot. We're going to have mm -hmm. 5G in our arm. I'm going to have the best Wi-Fi ever. Uh <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I am going to be on my butt. Trust yeah. me. Like, And that's Thursday, thankfully, but still. like, yeah. Oof. But just the way that everything flows. So this, we will be back in two weeks, guys. You'll probably catch a lot of stuff coming up on Absolutely Marvel in DC because we're going to film a lot of that on Sunday, Monday time frame. Probably Monday. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it'll, uh, but all of it's going to be shot up like usual. Uh, then we're going to get shot up with shots. So, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, this week is shot. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys in two weeks for another episode of Absolute Comics. Thank you so much for watching as usual. And uh, don't forget, check out our sponsor, G Fuel. And you can also check out our Patreons, patreon.com slash comic story, patreon.com slash comic pop. And please just consider going to Absolutely Marvel in DC. That's that. We'll see you guys next week. Or two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs>